0: This is the Warrington Football Podcast, Season 2, sponsored by Touchline UK.
1: Hello, on tonight's show we've got a town roundup ryan's roundup a women's roundup an interview from david smith who's part of enjoy football cic in warrington town we've also got the saturday and sunday league roundup the vets league roundup and finally the cheshire league roundup this is the warrington football podcast Welcome to the of Football Podcast. It's Mike hosting tonight, which is unusual. Rick's uh, busy with work. Tim has been pulled into work and Ash is swamped with children responsibilities. So I'm on the show tonight. and I'm not alone. I'm with Helen tonight. How are you doing, Helen?
2: Hi, Mike. I'm okay, thank you. They've just left us to it, haven't they? Just left us to it. We
1: had to ask for the results and everything. I wasn't prepared (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) be doing last minute oh. research and bringing all the results in uh so how was your weekend Helen
2: uh not too bad well I've not I've not been well this last weekend, why mm-hmm. I wasn't on uh, the podcast last week but I've recovered um better now although we we didn't have a very good result yesterday which we'll obviously talk about with the women's uh women's game so I'm still gutted about that but other than that it was fine thank you how was yours
1: Oh yeah, it was relaxing. I was meant to work, but the weather washed me out, so I didn't. I didn't work. I had a, I had a weekend, another weekend off, which was lovely. Uh, I got to spend some more time with the kids, but uh, unfortunately, no work, no money. So we <laughs> gotta get back out there next weekend and do double time. So, um, but I'm hoping I texted Paul tonight, texted P, and say, "When's training on? I fancy a game of just like getting involved back with the lads again, just even get." Aww get me boots back on but i don't know when that's going to happen i haven't dusted those off since pre covid so they may not fit anymore and they may be a bit mouldy <laughs> so we'll, we'll see um but the little girl wants to start playing football as well so um we need to get get on with tim and and maybe get down to a bruce game um yeah, white so, the cobwebs often. And- them i know right um so what we're going to do <laughs> is you're going to we're going to move on to town um and i i don't think town had the game this week did they helen
2: No, they didn't have a game um, this week, a rest this week, but they did um, announce that they were looking for crowdfunding for facilities, to improve the facilities. Um, Obviously, moving up a league, they need to abide by certain um, rules, I guess, for the the ground. So. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, they've asked for, they need to raise £80,000, I think it was. So they've obviously put it out on social media, um, email and, and websites and everything, just asking for, crowdfunding so that's quite quite interesting um obviously the funding is going to go towards um new facilities including toilets refreshment facilities and turnstiles for mm-hmm. the away side Um, they obviously need to segregate the away in the home um fans so uh and and a, a big uh stand for the away away fans to sit at so it's quite quite a lot of money as you can imagine um so yeah it's come out come out this week that they're, they're looking for crowdfunding so quite uh, quite interesting trying to push it forward aren't
1: they so i have seen some photos actually appear i don't know if it was in our, on our chat or on twitter of like what some of the 3d models could look like actually and the improvements from from what they have potentially proposed to do with the money uh, it's just quite good and i've seen a few interviews from toby on, on on twitter as well saying it's a you know you've got to spend money to make money in a sense but they really need the town to yeah. get behind them and, and and support them the best they can um so please, if you're interested and, and you can loan a, loan a couple of pennies, then throw them Townsway, um, and I think they'll be more than happy for any support, really.
2: Yeah. Uh, and where are they it currently looks- sitting in the league? Do you know? Uh, so the fifteenth in the league at the moment. Oh, wow. So um So yeah, not not. I think they're you know they're, they're doing alright. So latest results um, haven't really gone gone Townsway, but. Since the beginning of the season, um, when we did get some really good results, you know that's obviously helped us. But yeah, fifteenth at the moment. Um, so yeah, looking forward to, to to the next game, seeing when I think it's South South Shields um, at home. The next game on the fourteenth of October, so that should be a, a good one. Obviously, South Shields quite far, far. They've you know got a lot to a long way to
1: travel. So very long. Is that the furthest but, uh, I've heard? Is that the furthest? Could be.
2: Yeah. Could be, yeah. It's, it's quite far, quite yeah. far, isn't it, to travel? So, uh, so yeah. Hopefully, that'll go go for uh, Town's advantage. So, it'll be a great game. I'm sure I'll be at that.
1: I hope for you wearing your hoodie, and everyone can come say hello.
2: Of course, of course. Right, orange hoodie, you can't miss me.
0: listening to the Warrington Football Podcast.
1: Uh, So moving on, we're now going to talk about the Rylands. Now, unfortunately, Rylands lost their FA Cup game 2-1 on Saturday. Adam, uh, I'm going to butcher names, I'm going to apologise, Adaman Sibidi, Gave them the lead with a good finish. Uh, Mack equalised quickly through Alex Cunnan. Luke Peller saved a penalty and Ad- uh, Adam again hit the bar before half time. E- uh, very even in the second half and the game was decent by John. Wood- sorry, the game was decided by John Rodney's shot into the top corner from 20 yards. It sounds like a top bins, that sort of style. Ryan's next in action on Saturday against raw in the FA Trophy. So they just had an FA Cup game, then they're on the FA Trophy game on Saturday. So good luck to Ryans on Saturday. Uh, We did have Michael Clegg on last week, actually. He gave a, a really good informative talk about how the clubs run, how people sort of view the club and where they want to progress to next year. So if you're interested, take a listen to our show, our last week's show, episode 57 of the Warrington Football Podcast.
0: Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. Uh we're now moving on to the women's roundup. And luckily, I've got the the head of all women, the Queen of Warrington Town, as we like to call her, Helen, to give us the roundup of what happened with the Warrington ladies this week. Yes,
2: yeah, so and not, not great news for us. It, it was a fantastic occasion for us last year um if if anyone was listening to the podcast for the last season we did really really well in the FA Cup we got through to the first proper round as the furthest we've ever been um this year we actually had a bye in the first qualifying round um so we started in the second qualifying round against Chester we knew it was going to be a tough game it was at home um Chester are obviously in our league but unfortunately we did lose 4-1 um Despite the scoreline, it was actually a really close game. Um, there was chances for both sides. They would just seemed more clinical in, the, in finishing their chances. There was a lot of people that came to watch as well, which was great to see. So mm. we actually had the first chance after two minutes. Um, that keeper actually saved a, a shot from Nicola Chatterley, which was unfortunate. That would have been a great start for us. Mm. Um, Chester hit the buffer a couple of times as well, early in the in the first half. The first goal came for them after 22 minutes they actually, again, they hit the bar and it came back, went straight to their player for her to head it into the into the net plus KD. So 1-0 to Chester. On the 28th minute, it was a great set piece, actually. Uh, fair play to, to Chester. They they kind of played a short um a short corner on the edge of the box and the girl just slotted it right into the top corner. Um it was a great shot, great, great set piece. And um, they've obviously worked on that in training. Um, both chances, uh, both teams had chances working up to the first to the second half, uh, up to the, the end of the first half, it's half, time. So then for the second half, it was actually on the 69th minute. We we came back to make it 2-1. Kerry Baker fed the ball into Sam Hassel, who dribbled it around the defenders um, into the box and slotted it past the keeper. A great goal from Sam, just scoring some great goals at the moment. We had four more clear-cut chances, just didn't quite get them either um, really good save by the keeper or, or just wide. Uh, so close as well. There was one, um, we had a corner, Chloe Chloe Green jumped up higher than everybody, got a really good head to it, but it just went over the bar. I really thought that was in as well. Um, so unfortunate. But then we were pushing and pushing. We we ended up going three at the back at, at one point. And then in the 90th minute, they scored um there was a shot. Our, our keeper Kate, Katie Donahue did a great save, but unfortunately, it rebounded straight to their player, and she scored that. And then we gave a penalty away uh, in the ninety second minute, which kind of did it for us. Oh no!
0: So, was your yeah, in, was it,
2: did you it wasn't break? it wasn't mine. No, <laughs> and I held my hands up, but it wasn't mine, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, no four four one defeat out of the FA Cup. We're really gutted, especially from the success we had from last year. Um, but onwards and upwards. We've got Runcorn again for us. We've played them already, um, at home. But we're away to Runcorn next week, so that's again going to be a tough. They're third yeah. in the league, and um, oh, wow. so it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, against them. So look forward to that.
1: How did the uh did Lim Rovers play at all at the
2: weekend? Yes, know? they did. Lee sent me a a message so. Um, unfortunately, they lost as well. It was actually yeah. their first defeat of the season. They've been playing so well. They've been destroying
1: um, teams, haven't they? They have. They have.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've been scoring goal them. after goal. Um, but unfortunately, they came um, came up against AFC Oldham Devs. Um, they were away away this weekend. Um, they Lee said that they're a team that started similar to them, winning all, all, all their games and scoring a lot of goals. It was on a very small pitch. Alden um, took the lead through an own goal before Millie Bales scored for Lim to, to take the equaliser Oldham then took the lead again before half-time from a corner Um, Lim came out the second half playing much better and pushing for the equaliser but Oldham scored two more, making it 4-1 wow. They kept playing and Ma- Macy Wilding got one back before setting up Ellie Thika for a nicely taken header making it 4-3 and then they were Lynn were pushing for the equalizer, but unfortunately Olden took advantage of that and broke and made it five three. So that was the score in the end. They they lost five three, unfortunately. But um he said it wasn't wasn't to be um it was a close match, but the players enjoyed it and are looking to bounce back next week against Mersey Valley. So unlucky to to Lynn Rovers, but they've had such a great season so far. Um you know, obviously a defeat'll come eventually, but um just not nice when it happens, is it? But well, is Midi is Midi the top goal scorer? I don't know. I think it's um who's the other girl? Uh, Ellie Thika. Um, I've got a feeling it's her. She seems to score quite a lot.
1: Like fifteen in um, three games last time. Like something
2: that. like that, yeah. Yeah,
1: she was smashing um the fun. Um, unlucky to both teams. Hopefully we pick up and we we carry on next week and Hopefully, there will be positive results next week. We, think no, we can power through.
0: You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. We have now got a cracking interview with David Smith from Enjoy Football CIC.
2: So now I'm joined by Dave Smith who runs the Enjoy Football CIC. Hi Dave.
3: Good evening. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good.
2: Good. Excellent. You uh been busy busy today with any football or have you had idea? Oh yeah,
3: off? yeah, every, every day it's a it's, it's it's busy busy busy. Um yeah, I've done a did a what did it is uh, did one of our recovery, our recovery all-stars, the um, sessions today that was uh, recovery all-stars is uh, a session that we have for people who are in recovery from um, substance or alcohol abuse, mental health issues and that sort of thing. Um, so we've done that today, banged a bit. So we had a, we, had a, we had a good turnout, which is good. Um, straight across the Stockton East Primary School for an after-school club. <laughs> and then sort of drifted back over. Um, went and had a chat with um, a friend, a friend. I think a friend of yours, uh, Kev Larkin. Um oh, yeah. yeah. he's he's doing the um, Warrington Schoolgirls Under Twelves, I think. Um so I had a quick chat with him and Dave Ansell. Because um, obviously I'm keen and I, I'm keen to sort of well, half involved in that. Um, and then I'm just sort of doing this. So that's that's today's job. And then tomorrow, very, it's very all... busy
2: man um
3: <laughs> yeah it's, it's sort of like a half day off this morning <laughs> but uh it's not because you've got to do you've got to try and plan for everything else uh, that, that we're doing yeah um it's putting funding bids in it's looking where our next set of sessions are coming from what else can we do so yeah, yeah sorry, to be honest it's, it's full well i looked at the uh looked at the
2: um, enjoy football. CIC website before, and there's so much going on. So just lots going on. So just tell tell us what what um enjoy football CIC is. Then what does CIC stand for? By the CIC way, it's obviously is, really
3: obvious. Yeah, CIC is is what's what they call a community interest company, and the com- we we are a limited company, um, but we're a not for profit company, which basically means we can fundraise, and empty everything back into doing sessions and various other things um obviously we've got we're still we're not a charity um but we're sort of like a I call it a quasi charity um, which allows us to do to do certain things and and do various other bits and bobs um we set up we're on our 2017 um we've been around since 2017 the idea was when I set when I set it up the idea was to do the usual stuff, which is basically it's a job, and um, so it was do footy, footy camps and that sort of thing. Um, but I was I was involved with walking football prior to setting up Enjoy Football, and I knew Warrington. Um, we had I think there was one maybe two sessions of uh, walking football. So with my involvement, in that, I knew there was more there was more sessions that probably were, were needed um and more people want to do it so we set it up and we set up the walking football sessions uh which sort of quickly went from one to three um and now we, we've and then we went to six um we've had to let the women's walking football go um that went early this year because of basically the numbers numbers fell for whatever reason it was um and we've we've we, we had one in in Newton and again, that that one fell fell through again because, unfortunately, the again the numbers the numbers just dwindle. But pandemic hit us with those sessions. The pandemic was whilst we're sort of coming out of the pandemic, it, it hit those sessions quite badly. We've recently brought one back that we closed down at pandemic, so that one's come back. Um, but again, it's just trying to rebuild everything what what we do. So that allows us to do to do the, the CIC was set up to say. 2017, and we've just expanded for for uh, across pretty much community stuff, community football. We like breaking barriers. We like breaking the rules, so to speak. We believe that everybody has a right to play football, no matter what. It, no matter. It's as simple as that. If we can do something with a football that will benefit somebody somewhere in the life, then. We'll do it. We'll set something up. We'll have a look at it. So we like booking trends um, and doing all sorts of doing all sorts of stuff. Um, it, it just it, the whole thing. Is, so it's it's an entire spectrum. We 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 do we we do football for three to five year olds. Our oldest competitor was eighty one. I mean eighty one, mm-hmm. and that's right across the board. So and again, we're not bothered about genders. We're not bothered about anything else. It's just. We we just set things up as we as we as we see fit. People come along and hopefully have a good time.
2: Wow, eighty one years old.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> I and feel I'll tell like you
2: something.
3: I tell you something. He was a very it, and he's still he's still lucky around. He hasn't been for a while, but he's a very very good footballer. Um, really? Played back in the day, um, mm-hmm. and you, when, when you're on his team, you knew it. You know all about what he's doing. He's behind you, and I mean, it's great to hear actually because he's passing that knowledge on. To the young, to the younger chaps who are all over sixty, so he's passing all this on to the to these young or younger chaps who are sixty plus, and and, they listen, and and they're listening to him because he's knowledgeable, and, and you don't lose that, Helen. You don't if you've got the knowledge if you've played, you don't you don't lose the ability to play. You might lose the physical ability to play, but you know, and if you if you're smart, you can pass that pass that knowledge on. In a good way, by, by sort of coaching on the field or something like that. So, yeah, so 81 is, um, he's, he's, a, he's a nice bloke as well, actually. He's, he's, he's funny, which they usually are. You've got to be funny you, to play football, you've got to be funny.
2: <laughs> oh, no, I think that's brilliant. And yeah, I think with as you get older and as you play more, I'm finding it myself, and you do, you, you're you still learning, no matter how old you oh, are, yeah. you are still learning. Um, and I think you're right, you know, passing that that knowledge down, you kind of, it is with age that you that you become more um, aware of the whole game, you know, in football, and um, it, cha- it changes I mean.
3: dramatically. I mean, I've learned. I'm I, I'm I've been playing football since I was eight years old, and I'm 58 now. So I've been playing football for 50 years, and I'm learning things every week. I learn something completely different because the whole the game is game changes from when I started playing. The game's changed. It's got new terminology for. I, mean, I was reading this the other day, actually. Um, I can't think. I was reading it or It was part of part of one of our sessions, and I'm shouting, "Press, press, press!" And they're going, "Do you mean close the ball down?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's but it's just new phrases for stuff that um, that 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 we're doing now. It's just new phrases and just different ways of looking at it. I've noticed there's 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 a sister's... I, I, I spotted it the other day, actually. I can't remember who it was, um, and the system was a. 3 2 2 3 formation that's the wm formation that they were using in the early 1900s it's not changed but just, we just bring it back we just bring it back call it something different and, and the sort of, i I learn stuff all the time from people who, who I'm dealing with um and, and because we have such a diverse and different entries into football and say we've got um we've got kids coming in three to five year olds who haven't got a clue um and you've got to you've got to impart your knowledge and to try and get them into doing you know enjoying the game I think that's the important thing to enjoy the game and we've got we've got people in the 60s slash seventies who've never played before and you're yeah. learning from them as to what the capability is because you've got to deal with that. Um, so it's not just like you've got a football team because we don't have, well, we do have football teams, but you don't have a football team. You know who your squad is. You know what you've got to work on. You got to look at your four corners and all that sort of stuff. But you know how to work it. You've got someone. You know, Billy. Billy turns up on on a Thursday morning. It's his first session ever. He's not played football for 30, 30 odd years, and you've got to go. Okay, how do we deal with this? And he's Billy's not. You know, he's he's not in, not in the best of health, or he's you know he's, he's put a few pounds on. As they, as they say and he's not doing things that he could do 30 years ago and we've got to deal with that mm. we've got to learn how to deal with him as opposed to not teaching him the game of football because he knows it but we've got you've yeah. got we've got to learn how he's going to cope with it and and what we do and and again like you're learning all the time and it's it's, it's great learning I love it I, yeah. I, I love I'm if I if I'm if I'm sat waiting between sessions, I'm on the phone looking at looking at practices, looking at yeah, we don't call them drills. We're looking at practices. I'm looking at I'm just always looking for something. I, I'm just constantly wanting to learn stuff. I'm on I'm on the F, the FA YouTube, and, and I'm soaking in everything that, 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 that the national tutors are doing. I'm looking at videos that you know that the top the top top managers are doing, and I'm I'm just soaking all this knowledge. And somewhere down the line. I will impart a bit of knowledge that someone will go, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, it it sounds really good. And how do you – so is it just – I take it it's not just yourself running it. I take it you do have – but is it just you?
3: Trust me, You run
2: all of these clubs
3: Uh, yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the good good thing about it is the the people who come along, they're a great bunch of people. Um, All the sessions we do, they are people who – well, firstly, the people who want to be there. Yeah. They're not being forced to be there. They want to be there. And a lot of them are willing willing and wanting to, to learn and join in. And again, and because of the type of people we're dealing with, they are happy to, or quite a few of them are happy to go, okay, I'm going to sort of like take a bit of a charge on this one. So effectively the volunteers. So we have, if I'm not available, because I do do all the sessions when I can, obviously you're have going to have, you have a holiday and sometimes you have to have a breather. Um, but in that respect, and certainly when things cross over, because when I do footy camps for the kids that crosses over with the daytime sessions. So um, I've got some great people back in, you know, behind me and so yeah, okay, I'll take, I'll take the session because we can't do it. And we're always, we're always looking to expand. Um, the sessions everywhere to try and break the next barrier to try and help the next group of people so i can sort of rely on people certain people to go can you do this job and yeah yeah, they'll do it and so that's how we work it i do have a couple i like i've got a couple of young um up-and-coming coaches in the sort of just left school and that sort of thing or just doing courses sports courses so they help me help me with the kids stuff um and again it's great bringing that sort of generation through as coaches because they really get something out of it. Um, I've got a young coach who's just come through um, he was doing all sorts of stuff and he's just, he's just gone to university um, and when he came to me he came to me as a 13 year old playing for the team I was coaching and he had no confidence his confidence had been battered by someone saying you're not good enough. Um, so we took, took him on board. And he's not the world's greatest football player but he stuck with I stuck with him, and it's I'm am so proud of him for getting into university. Um, and he comes along now, plays 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 one of the sessions, and I've seen a completely different character. I've seen it. I've seen a young young kid with no confidence suddenly kicking a ball. You know, eighteen nineteen years of age, and he's suddenly now taking on hardened football players, and he's putting it about a bit, and it's it's great to see. Um, so that's the sort of backing we've got with the with the sessions and it's you know say we can rely upon people and they just get on with it. You know, there's no yeah. there's no hassle, there's no fighting. There's a few choice words sometimes. But they just get on. It's football on with it happens. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, but they, they get on with it because because they want to be there. there's a reason yeah. for them coming out on a um I was talking to Toby McCormack um it was last probably it, probably last winter. Um and or early on this year, and I was talking. Well, Toby, I was talking, talking to both Toby and Lisa, and uh, they said they, they said they look out of because we do walking football session at at Park, and I said they look out they look out the window of their lovely warm office, and they see a bunch of sixty year old guys, sixty plus year old guys. <laughs> the snow was horizontal, and there was there was about fourteen to sixteen of these guys, and they're just like they're crazy, <laughs> they're absolutely crazy. <laughs> But they're there for a reason. They want to be there, and and that's yeah. and that's the joy. That's the joy of it, really.
2: Yeah, they enjoy it. It's crazy. I did not realize that you actually did it on your own. The majority of stuff, like looking at the the website, you've got kids football under yep. fives, yep. school holiday camps, walking yep. football, football, uh, football and mental health sessions, yep. women's and girls football. You've got the yep. over over thirties lionesses as well. That's yep. crazy. You do you do all that. Massive respect to you, Dave. Honestly, it's. It's amazing, but it's it's great to know that there's people like yourself that are putting these things on because there are people out there that don't necessarily want to join a team or maybe aren't good enough or fit enough to join a team. But these type of things, it lets them play a sport that they want to play in all, all different abilities and there's no, um, you know, worrying about not being able to play and, you know, being a beginner. I just think it's brilliant what you're doing.
3: I think and that's the purpose, Helen, really, of, of why we're doing it, Um. I've got a a history and uh, I like the underdog I am the underdog when I played when I first when I started playing back in when I was 11 or 12 I joined a team um, and I was the I was the he's only going to get 10 minutes that's all I ever got was 10 minutes because my face didn't fit Um, and I was I'd be stood on the side of that pitch and we're going back into the 1970s now but I was stood on the side of that pitch waiting to get on and I only, I got on for 10 minutes and in one game I was subbed and this is one, you didn't have roll on roll or subs then one game I was subbed and I was a substitute. So you can sort of imagine sort of my, my confidence playing for that team. And I I know obviously I didn't make it a a, a sort of a vow at that point in time because I had no idea, but my view is I've been that kid. I've been the kid. I've been the person who, who doesn't get the game of football because they're not up to the standard as expected, but what we decided we wanted to do is not have that sort of com- competitive. Yes, it's competitive. All football is competitive. We played. T- we play every every session. We play. We play to win you play to win it could we we wind we up getting beat 16 17 nil or something you know on a thursday morning my team it's usually my team it gets beat 16 17 nil because I'm, I'm not the world's best but it doesn't that doesn't matter but it's competitor there is comp- competition there but we don't we didn't want it to create teams which meant you had to pick somebody and someone is going to get let down and I'll give you an example the the recovery sessions that's they're going to um a five a side uh, event in the community next week um so we do so we do enter competitions and we do we did put teams together um for sort of like games against like minded teams all across the northwest we went to Withenshaw a couple a couple of weeks ago um we played we played about two or three games over the summer um, both the ladies and the and, and, and the guys. Um so yeah there's there's that little bit of competition edge, but we just want people to come along and and, and enjoy the game. And more often than off, they, they police it themselves. You know, there's there's no yeah you get the odd bad challenge and you get the odd rash challenge, but you deal with it. Because and yeah there's 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 the fights. There's always fights, there's always swearing at people and stuff. But we deal with it because we remind everybody why they're there. They're there because they want to enjoy it. And if you move it across to, if you start creating teams and competition and entering leagues, then it becomes a lot more serious. And yeah. the people we're dealing with don't really want that. Yeah, they enjoy it. And they, enjoy, they do enjoy the competitive edges every so often. Um, for example, we went to, we, there was the Cultures Cup, um, which is a walking football, annual walking football competition over at Culchwood High School and we entered three teams into that. Now we've entered we've done that. It's our third one. And we and we sent teams across and we're not that serious. And we've never got out the out the group stages. We usually get hammered. But this year, one of the teams got through to the final. And that's great. But no one's coming back going, oh, we want to join a league, we want to join a league. They go, no, we're, we're going to win it next year. And they're happy with that. They're happy with dealing with that. So we do do the odd team thing, but it's more often than not. It's because people want to be there and and enjoy mm. and just enjoy that game of football. No, it's,
2: it sounds really good. So if, if somebody was interested, um, say they were listening to this podcast and they were interested in getting involved themselves or have, get having someone else to get involved, how would they join? How would they go about
3: um, joining? Several several ways of doing it, Helen. Um, we have got. Um, you can contact us via our website. Um, I believe it's the bit of a we've got a bit of a problem with the website at the minute. So if you Google us, it doesn't if you put the if you put the WW stuff on, it don't think like it generates through. But if you Google Enjoy Football, it'll find a link somewhere. So you can you can you can contact us via that. Um, contact the contact email is dead the dead simple it's inquiries at enjoyfootball.co.uk. that's dead simple. But we're all you can also find sessions adults anyway. Adults can find sessions on the FA Just Play. Um we're part we're part of that. So if you go into the FA search search for a game or a play thing you'll find one of our sessions there. It gives it gives us a, a brief scenario as to, as to what we're doing um and what the, and what the session's about because each session is different. Um, You know, we have, we have people going, oh, well, I want to come along to your session, and then they see it's so for mental health, You go, Oh, okay. And they so all because all they want to do is play. And whilst we encourage people to do that, because we find when people do turn up, there's a reason. From th- th- there's an underlying problem. But what we don't want to do is is is, is generate a a complete and utter free for all. Is to I want to play football. We want it. We want it that each session has a different theme behind it so again it's, it's it's how that works so you can contact us through that so there's loads of um there's, there's loads of stuff like that. we've got a facebook page we're on twitter um we've, we've just gone on tiktok that's been that's been interesting <laughs> um, Good luck with that. um me me and tiktok i've got i haven't got a clue what i'm doing but we put some stuff on there i don't know who looks at it but we've got put put some Start putting some videos on those which are which i think are slightly humorous but people probably don't know and um, we're on instagram as well so all these top stuff we, we, we've got we've got a youtube channel somewhere i don't know what's on it but we've wow. got all sorts of how stuff. do
2: you have the time to do that i don't
3: this is the point i don't i don't i've got i've got to be i'm i'm the admin i'm the i'm the marketing i'm i'm everything I'm, i even answer the phones as well so but but that's oh. the job that's the job and it's and it's it, it's massively pleasurable i really enjoy it i just love breaking barriers with people i, I just love getting people to play football um did some work in a, in a care home a couple of years back oh, before pandemic actually and i went in, in for an hour all these bands these, these were people with with dementia and some seriously ill people and we took a we took a phone football in and we used to, we used to go around just Kicking the ball around just for an hour, they haven't got a clue what was going on, but they seem to get a little bit of en- enjoyment out of it. So again, it's breaking a sort of what can we do with the football? Football's football is. I mean, you'll you'll know this, but football is a wonderful tool to use to bring people together, and that's the crucial part of it. It's bringing people together. Um, we know we know it. We know it works. Not overly keen on tribalism, but. We know that when you when you've got something going on, um, you got you go along. If you go along, you to watch a football game, you might go Anfield, Old Trafford, Etihad, whatever it is, Cantilever Park, it doesn't matter. You go along and you're you're still with a bunch of people who are doing the same thing as you. You're immediately together. You're immediately part of a group. And that group becomes friendships. And those friendships can you can then start doing other things but you've got a connection and again it's using those connections to, to, to move on in life all we're just doing is just putting a football football in in the middle of it all and people can go and do you know just 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 have a break for an hour that's pretty much you know what people do and talk talking about the WA5 line is we started that in November on a just just on a whim it was good. So, oh tell you what let's let's have a, let's have a see what goes on with this and suddenly we've got we must have thirty thirty people signed up for we don't get we don't get thirty every week, we probably get about twelve, twelve every week, because everyone's lives are busy. But we got thirty thirty women who over thirty who i have, have either never played before, have played to some degree many moons ago, always fancy the idea of it, most of them are soccer mums. So, you know, so they've got that, but we've got them coming along and they just, we have a hoot, we have a laugh. And when I say laugh, we do laugh. It's usually at my expense a lot of the time. But it's, you know, we, we just people get bringing people together. And that group of people have now become very close, quite close, quite close knit. Um, you know, they, they've come along, you know, and again, coming into an environment that you're not used to, that you're unsure of. And A lot of these people, a lot of them turned up on their own, didn't know anybody else, and suddenly, 11 months down the line, it's it's like it's like World War Two on that pitch. Now, they are <laughs> really fully, you know, they're fully involved in it, and it's and it's now, you know, it's, it's gaining momentum. Whereby, okay, now is it? now do we start another one? Do we go? Do we go somewhere else? In, and do we bring that together? How, what what do we do next? So it's just just bringing people together, and I, I, I just I love it. I thirty for thirty years I worked in the legal industry. I, I just don't know why I didn't do it before because this is just it's it's great because you're doing you know, and you get a feeling of doing something good as well. For people. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, definitely. I think mean, that's what football is about, isn't it? It's socialising. That's why I've done it for so long, and I've been. With the same group of girls for so long because I love the social socialising side of it. Yeah. Um, but it's also great to see somebody who's leading it and running it all. who's enjoying it just as much. So, um, massive respect to you, Dave, for doing it all. And I think everyone would love to thank you for you know everything that you do, um, do for them because it sounds like you do something for a hell of a lot of people out there. But yeah, and
3: it's not and it's not just me who does this in Warrington. I mean, I know I know the, the podcast is it's it's it's, it's strap line is it's not a rugby town. And I've, ma- I've maintained it's not, it's not a rugby town. for I've been banging that particular drum for a long time. When I look at it, when I look at it, yeah, it's just got a rugby league time. It's a rugby league team that's fairly successful. They've got 10,000 people go along on a Friday night, Sunday whatever day they go along and, and support the team, which is, which is great. Warrington's got 210,000 people or thereabouts. I can probably, I I can't guarantee because I don't know the actual figures, but I wouldn't mind betting that out of that 210,000 people, probably 20,000 will go and watch a game of football, United, Liverpool, City, Everton, whatever. And then you've got the kids playing on a Saturday morning or Sunday and Sunday morning and Saturday afternoon, it doesn't matter. Of, in the Warrington Junior Football League, and again, you'd have to ask Paul Dawson the actual numbers of this, but I think there's 90-odd clubs in that league, of which about 25 are Warrington-based. <laughs> Sorry. The maths, um, the maths of that one probably takes you about 5,000 kids playing football. Just, just in Warrington yeah, and, well, I, and that's not including I think it's about 15,000 or something crazy in in those leagues but the actual Warrington Warrington based kids it must be about 5,000 and then you're talking and then you've got your um, then you've got your open age open age teams so Warrington District League Warrington Sunday League I'm not, I'm not even got to Cheshire League yeah so Cheshire League we've got a richness in Warrington of, of football now the girls and women's is coming through very, very strongly. I know there's there's a couple of teams opened up. Yeah, women's open age teams have opened up. Um then you're talking your casual players. Um we, we know there's, there's there's all sorts of different community groups playing. Um that's not another rant I can go on, but I'm not gonna go on no. Um but we but, and again we so we're seeing Warrington as a football rich community of which so it's so it's just not me doing it. I'm just sort of picking up on bits and going, okay, I think we can do that there. I think we can do that there. But you have got to look at it as a whole and go. Football in, in Warrington is really healthy, and you, you see that it's you, you, you see that every you see that every day and every week because you can't. You, it's hard to book a slot during winter mm. to get a session on anywhere in Warrington. It, it, it's in desperate need of more more, 3G or more facilities because as soon as one opens, I think Cardinal Newman's just open, opened up and that's swamped. Straight mm. away, you've, you've got it. We need more in Warrington. Because it we need more in Warrington, we don't need them taken away and I think gates shut down because of maintenance, Bank Key's going and that's another particular thing that, 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 that I've got an issue with because we're losing another facility. We need them um Because because we've got so much going on in Warrington, yeah. it's not just Saturday and Sundays. It's every day of the week. You've got it. Th- you've got it through from five o'clock through till ten o'clock. You've got people playing football, and no matter what, so, yeah. And, and and it's great to see. I, I love it. I actually love it because it, it means people are getting out there. It means people are getting healthy, and people are having a great time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, Warrington uh, Borough Council will have a look at the whole pitch situation because I agree it definitely needs more um especially grassroots level but um Dave I could talk to you all day <laughs> I could, really if you, interesting. If you let me
3: go Helen I could just roll on this one
2: <laughs> oh, no thank you very much for coming you're on welcome. the podcast it's been really real pleasure um talking to you and good luck with everything
3: thank you are doing
2: and of course we'll support you in any way we can um really? through social media. But yeah, guys, if you if you listen to it and you're interested, get in touch with Dave and follow them on uh, on social media. It sounds like a great great setup you got. But thank you very much anyway for coming on. Thank you very
3: much, Alan. Cheers.
2: All right. See you. you soon.
3: Bye bye.
0: You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast.
1: Oh Helen, I've got to say, what an interesting interview from David. He could talk for England, he can, but he's just such a busy man. Uh do oh,
2: you just... I don't know how he does it.
1: <laughs> I can't believe it, but he must be doing he's doing it full time, like all okay. day, every day. I'm just like I just I'm just thinking about it. it makes me tired. It was super I know.
2: Cool. I was looking at the like I said on the on the interview, I was looking at the website um and everything that they do, and I thought, I wonder how many he's got in his team. And then when I asked him, and he said it's just him, I just can't believe he does all that. It's crazy, but it's people like him that yeah. that the community needs, isn't it, to to get people to play football? And it's you know, Warrington's quite lucky to have someone like that. Um, he was a great guy, and yeah, he can't he can talk for England, and he? he's admitted that himself. <laughs> he still got us yeah. talking after the interview. <laughs>
3: he did. It but, was uh, but it, no, he was um, a
2: great guy.
1: Yeah, it was lovely to chat to him and just to find out all the different things he's he's. he's working on answering the phones even. Um, it's just crazy but yeah, fantastic. If anyone's interested then please um, go to the socials for Enjoy Football search it in Google, uh, give David a shout uh, and I think he would um, relish the opportunity for help and also relish the opportunity for joining the teams as well uh, there's plenty of teams around Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. We're going to do I'm going to whiz through some roundups now. We've got some Saturday-Sunday Leagues, uh, and we've also got the Vets. So before, we're going to do all those, and then Helen will round us off with the Cheshire League. So let's do the Saturday and Sunday Leagues. Now, the Saturday Prem, I believe they were all cup games. But some there were some big scores in here, Helen, I'm not going to lie to you. Unfortunately, our beloved Bruce lost 3-0 to Sidak um, first team. That was the first result on the team sheet as well, unfortunately. Half nil nil half time as well, and then lost three three nil. Um, so that's unfortunate for Bruce. Hopefully they pick themselves back up again. We've got a lot of affiliation with the team actually, in Bruce, uh, with most of the podcast people used to to play for them, uh, and a couple of the chairmen. Uh, and then we've got Eagle, um Eagle versus Runcorn. They Eagle won four one. Um, Farmworth. Versus Victoria Park Open Age. I think they must have renamed themselves. But the Victoria Park won three two. Hassleback first and Rainhill Town. Rainhill won six two. That's a, a thump of a goal uh, result. Sorry, Holton Borough AFC first and Walton Walston Rovers first. Or Wollstone Rovers are a tough team if I remember correctly. And they won three two on aggregate. Wollstone Yeah, and, and so after extra time they won 3-2 so that was a long game um Orford FC first and the Village Club Culture first the Village Club won 3-0 and then we've got Pex Hill Pex Hill FC I don't know if that's a repeat name or not uh plus against Sankey Vale first and Sankey Vale I think they're on a, a roll again 6-0 they won that game it was 3-0 at half-time. uh Pear Point United FC um Against Cross first, uh won two nil. And then we just pull up the rest of the results. Who second? So then we've got the division Divis- Div- division one cup. Um bowl miners FC first, two. We're not gonna believe this one. Digmore first, Haddon. Can you guess the result? Double figures. Oh, I've got it in
2: front of me.
1: Looking at 15. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen-two oh, oh, that wow. game finished. Oh. I hate, to be on the, um, I hate to be the goalkeeper of Bold Miners. I'm not going to lie. Horrible <laughs> day at the office, that one. Um, so hopefully, Bold Miners pick themselves up. Uh, Eagle Open Age, 1 4 1 against Roncon Albion first. FC Wol- Wol- Woodlands, 4. Uh, White Cross FC first team, 2. Uh, Orford FC first, 0. Uh, the Village Club Penker, F- culture, first, 3. Penlake AFC first, one. FC Burtonwood first, four. Prospect FC, nil. Blackbrook first, two. Redgate FC first, one. New Street Y&D, Youth and Development, I'm assuming, three. Sankey Vale reserves, three. The Village Club Culture reserves, nil. Uh, And going on to Dev, two. Crossfield Junior Open League. Uh, it's been postponed, it looks like. I uh, was a way win. I don't know what AW stands for. Do you know, Helen?
2: I would guess it's a way win.
1: Away way win to church, church in FC. Probably Crossfields, if I remember, might not have got enough players. Mm, one of those games, isn't it? Unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. FC Burtonwood reserves two. Oh, another thump in here, Helen. Croft <laughs> reserves 20. Well, I thought 15-2 was a thump in the 22. I don't know if the (laughs) referee just called it. That was that's crazy. Uh, Hasselbank first, two Rainhill Town Youth and Development, six Orford FC second team, two Bruce Athletic Reserves, three. So up the reserves, uh, but the first team didn't perform on that one. Uh, Rainhill Town Youth and Development Reserves, five Walston Rovers. Third team, one. Walton Rovers are still a tough squad to beat, if I remember correctly. They might have changed since since I used to play. Even St. next game, St. Michael's uh, development, they were a tough team to play as well, uh, against Earlstown FC at uh, three. So, Mike Michael St. Michael's lost 3-0. Uh, Sutton Junction Saturdays postponed, it looks like, against Wilder FC. Must have been a waterlogged pitch, I assume. It was a lot of rain at the weekend. So that was mm. the roundup from... Oh, it was a Div 3 as well. Apologies. Uh, Bowl Miners FC first, 2. Have I already done this one? No, I haven't. Another 15, 2. Actually thumping these, these ones. Uh, Digmore first, 15. Uh, Crossfields Junior Open Age. Away win to the Church FC. Uh, do, do. FC Woodlands, 4. White Cross FC first team, 2. Penlake. AFC first, one FC Burtonwood first, four Pex Hill, Pex Hill FC nil Sankey Vale first, six Redgate FC first, one New Street Youth and Development three St. Michael's thirds five Holton AFC reserves two St. Michael's development nil. Earlstown Aleftic Junior FC Celtics what's well, the long name is it three Sutton Junction Saturday's postponed against World FC first there's another postponed game must have been a bit of a a wet and wild one out there uh, and we've got two we've got some premier league results from the Sunday prem Brookvale FC 4 against Heron FC 3 Cockface miners FC one, the bridge FC three, FC Sankey five, the Crown FC one, and then Div one, we've got Bruce Athletic One, Witness AFC three, Red Admiral FC nine, Saint Bernard's FC, uh, sorry, Saint Bernard's first, nil, Ruskin FC one, Warrington Dominoes FC four. Now we also got a, a match roundup from the Dominoes. One of the players. If you give me two seconds whilst I find that match roundup, here we go. Um, so from Owen Nugent, um, obviously he said I oh, will give a, a roundup. So Warrington Dominoes one four one, as I just mentioned. Jake Quick Rose, Andrew Murphy, R- Robbie Dudas, and Danny Rams. Ramsden scored the goals. Uh, Art and Toby, both man of the matches. There were double man of the match award there. I don't know if that's double prizes. Uh, And we have a quick match report from this one as well. A good performance dominated dominance from also start to finish. Going 1-0 up thanks to Jacob Rose with a low-driven shot from outside the box. With 10 minutes later, Dan Ramsden slotting a 25-yard free kick in. The bottom corner. Now, I can never score free kicks me. Um, I don't know about you, Helen, but well, stick me as please. maybe. Uh, especially, I know you could smash a penalty in. 2-1 uh, up at half-time. <laughs> late goal from defensive error, leading to Ruskin scoring before half-time. So, uh, a little lax in concentration there. Second half, fast out of the blocks. Everyone pressing well with good energy from, for Andrew Murphy to put us 3-1 up. With a finishing inside the box with a good ball from Art. Finally, with Ruskin not having barely any shots on goal, Robbie does, with a free kick from a, the halfway line, bounce awkwardly over the keeper's head to put us 4 1 ahead. A great performance all round for next week's first versus seconds versus Red Admirals FC. So good luck to the teams next week. Um, but halfway line free kick. What? A, that's definitely a a Sunday League sort of game. That is, isn't it? The wind must have caught that one. I won't <laughs> lie to you. Uh, I know. Or the keeper slipped or something in
2: there. <laughs> the what,
1: what a great one that was. Uh, and we've also got a quick. So I'm going to add on to the Saturday Sunday.
0: Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast.
1: The quick roundup we've got from the Vets. Wilson Vets beat more Vets 1 0. And Pierpoint Vets won 6 5 against Earlstown Vets. So there's the two Vets results I've got in from Tim. Uh, not heard about the Bruce Vets I'm not sure if they had a game but I also heard that the under-16s won 3-0 and the top of the league smashing their league so well done to the under-16s at Bruce uh, and unlucky to the Vets teams that played
0: you're listening to the Warrington Football
1: Podcast Welcome back to Warren's Football Podcast. Hopefully, you're not sick of my voice by now. Uh, we're going to move on to the Cheshire League. And this is the roundup from Helen. So good luck, Helen. Off you go.
2: <laughs> okay. So this is uh, the Cheshire Prem, AFC, Knowsley, two, Congleton Town reserves, nil. Abacus Media, first, one, Denton Town, first, nine. So it's a high scoring game there. Broadheath Central FC, two. Winstanley Warriors, nil, Lostock, Gralham, nil, Parklands, 3. Middlewich Town, 1. Prue FC, 2. Poynton FC, 5. Altringham FC Reserves, nil, Salford Victoria, 1st, 6. Edgerton Football Club, 1st, 1. Whaley Bridge Athletic, nil, Eagle Sports, 3. Whaler Range FC 3, Garswood United 2. So a lot of high-scoring games again there. Yeah. There was a lot of goals this weekend, wasn't
1: there? Yeah. Oof. I don't know how many match balls we gave away with hat-tricks, but...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not as many in this uh, in this league. So Cheshire League 1, Bollington Town 2, Billings New Street FC 3, few few in that game. Cheadle Heath Nomads Reserves 2, Upton, JFC, Chester, two. Dayton, FC, one. Vulcan, FC, one. Goulburn, Sports, one. Style, FC, one. Apologies if I said that wrong. Nutsford, FC, one. FC St. Helens, Reserves, one. A few 1-0 scoring draws there. Yeah. Malpass, FC, two. Avon Villa, nil. Newton Athletic, 1. St. Michael's Development, 3. And Withenshaw Reserves, 1. Sandbatch United Reserves, 2. And then we've got the Cheshire League, 2. Hartford FC, 0. Stretford Paddock, FC, 4. Haydock FC, 8. Sandbatch Town Ramblers, 0. Main Road Reserves, 0. Lim Rovers, FC, 3. Mersey Valley twelve, Wigan Town FC nil. Stonking victory there for Mersey Valley. More, F- More United FC nil, Winsford Town FC two, and St Helens Town nil, Claybrow FC four. And then we've got the Reserves League one, Avon Villa two, Goldborne Sports four. So these are the Reserves games. Brew one, Denton Town three, Eagle Sports Reserves three, Dayton FC nil, Barswood United reserves six, Edgerton FC nil Newtonley Willows reserves three, Middlewich Town Reserves one, Style FC reserves two, Whaley Range FC reserves two. And Vulcan FC reserves four, Pointing FC reserves one. And then finally, we've got reserves league two. So a few high scoring games here. We've got Claybrow FC reserves ten, Crew Development four, Lim Rovers FC reserves eight, Moore United FC reserves four, Parkland's reserves three, Lostock-Greylin reserves nil. St Helens Town under 23s, one. Withenshaw development, two. St Michael's reserves, one. AFC Knowsley under 23s, two. And finally, Winstanley Warriors reserves, six. Sandbatch United development, four. So that's the roundup of the Cheshire Leagues.
0: Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. Hopefully, we haven't butchered too many names tonight and too many clubs, but there were some massive <laughs> scorers to um on this week's show. So but please do send us your Roundup Match reports into our Facebook page or to our Twitter page. Drop us a DM to any of the hosts. And we'll try and read them out if you've got any match roundups. That'd be amazing to put on the show. Um, but once again, I'd like to thank Helen. Uh the, the boys who've dropped out, okay. unfortunately. Well thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks very them. much, guys. I always thank them, <laughs> making us do a bit more work. And always remember I do
2: actually have I do actually have one one good news before you do the tagline.
1: Oh, go on, Helen. Drop us in.
2: You're just about to do the tagline. Just a quick one. Um, so Kevin Larkin. Obviously, the Warrington Town women's um, manager, but yeah, he's involved. He's the uh, football head of football at, at um, Matiola as well. Gets involved with lots of other stuff. He's actually won the award this week um, for the Liverpool FA Grassroots Coach of the Year Award oh, wow. for work carried out in the female pathway. So, well done to Kev. Absolutely Fantastic. well deserved. Yeah. He's such a fabulous manager and a fabulous person. And you can see he's just so passionate about what he does and helping on the girls, before, boys, and... women, he... men. Just yep. a cracking
1: person to speak to and get like just on, un, yeah, you know, understand his mind about. He's going to be headhunted soon, head, and you'll be in charge soon. Don't you worry? Um, <laughs> but on that bombshell, we're we're going to drop the tagline now and say that Warrington is more than just a rugby town. Well,
0: you've just listened to the Warrington Football Podcast, sponsored by Touchline UK.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Warrington Foot, get our podcast from Spotify, Amazon Music and Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening!